Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 118 and session number 31 of Ask Scott. This is where I get to answer your questions here on the podcast that you submit by voicemail. Now, if you want to ask a question, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. And what I do is I go through those questions and I try to answer them in the order that they come in. And also, I do take in consideration ones that I feel that will affect and benefit more people because it's more of that question that I know that others are asking, all right? But still, ask your questions. I'll do my best to get it on one of these upcoming shows. Now, you guys all know if you've been a long-time listener, I love answering questions and doing this type of format. It's it's my way of kind of getting around the table or sitting around the table or sitting on the couch, having a cup, a cup of coffee. Actually, right now, I'm having a nice cup of uh, bulletproof coffee. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Maybe you have. It's basically coffee with butter in it. And I know it sounds kind of weird, right? And you would think that that's wrong, but uh, it's actually like grass-fed, you know, butter and that whole thing. It's it's a it's a pretty cool idea, pretty cool concept, but uh, it tastes really good. And uh, well, you know what? Real quick, if if you are wondering about the coffee, uh, really quickly, you literally brew it. You can uh, you can go ahead and brew it through your regular machine, but you can also do it if you if you want to use like a French press. And then from there, you nice and hot, right? You add a couple tablespoons of butter, and then you blend it. You whip it up, and it gets a nice little froth. I don't know if you can hear that. That is delicious. But anyway, let's. Uh, it kind of gets you a little bit more jacked up than even even than I am right now. I mean, it does. It actually, the butter is supposed to have an effect on uh, the way that you focus and stuff. So I don't know. There's some scientific data, I guess, behind it. But I hear it's good for you, and I love coffee, so I'm always willing to give it a shot. And I've been enjoying it. I got to be honest. All right, so let's go ahead now. And uh, first off, I have to play this one voicemail from one of our listeners. Pretty pretty cool little uh, message here, and I'm going to respond to it. So let's go ahead and listen to that real quick, and then I will uh, I'll give you my uh, my take on it, okay? Hey, yo, Scott, this is Todd, and just feeling a little left out over here. Every time you have one of your shows, you give props to all your iTunes listeners and uh, how much you love your iTunes listeners and everything, and just feeling a little left out over here on Android using Stitcher. So, you know, we need a little love over here as well. So hook us up, man. Keep up the great work with the show, loving it. And yeah, we'll talk to you later. Hey, Todd, thank you for bringing that to my attention. And you know what? You're absolutely right. And anyone out there on Stitcher, you should be upset with me because I did leave you out. Now, here's the thing, though. I can't see anyone on Stitcher that's leaving a review. Now, if there's a way to see that, please let me know. I'm new to the Stitcher world, uh, but if, if there is a way, let me know. I would love to be able to reach out and give uh, my Stitcher listeners a great big hug and, and give them a little shout out here on the podcast. But uh, yeah, Todd, you're 100% right. Anyone that's listening on Stitcher, I love you guys equally as much as the iTunes listeners. So uh, hey, thanks a lot for that. I thought that that was uh, pretty funny, but it was serious. I wanted to definitely address that. All right, because without you guys, without the listeners, I mean, why should I sit here and talk in 
in front of this mic. I mean, then drink my bulletproof coffee and, you know, hang out with my dog in the afternoon, uh, talking to you guys, you know, right? So I appreciate each and every one of you. So Stitcher fans out there, I love you. All right. So, all right, let's go ahead and dive into the Ask Scott session. Now, this actually worked out really, really well because this first question, actually, it's a two-parter. And the question really addresses a couple of things. But the second question that was asked uh, is something that I've been meaning to actually talk about and that I've been wanting to talk about because I'm, I'm moving around in a few different directions here since I launched my business. And well, without getting into everything, let's just listen to the question and I'll go ahead and I'll answer it. Hi, Scott. It's uh, Phil from the UK here. Um, I've got a couple of questions for you, but they're actually about uh, your products instead of mine. Um, I remember you mentioning about your second product that you um, didn't really check the the depth of the market, and as a result, you were only seeing a, a handful of sales a day. Um, and I just wondered what you have done with that product to try and increase your sales and get yourself up the rankings. Um, I seem to remember you saying that you had a few um, a few things planned, and um, yeah, I was just wondering sort of how you were how you were tackling that really, and. The second part of the question was about your own diversification. You mentioned that obviously with more competition, especially with your your first product that's been really successful for you, you've been looking at diversifying. I wondered if that meant, are you just expanding within the current um, niche that you're already in or are you actually rolling products out into other niches and, and looking at completely different products altogether? just to, to sort of try and, you know, spread yourself as, as much as possible. Um, anyway, hopefully I will um, hear your answer soon. Keep up the good work. Thanks a lot. Hey, Phil, thank you so much for the question. And I have to say again, whenever I hear someone from the UK, you guys sound so smart to me. I mean, if I had just a little bit of that accent, I might sound smarter. Uh, I've always said that even I think too, you know, people that wear glasses look a little smarter. Um, so, uh, yeah, I kind of envy you guys a little bit, but, uh, hey, great accent and, uh, thanks so much for, uh, for the questions. And, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you my answers. So the depth of the market is a big thing. Okay. It really, really is. And I recently talked about that again, and I'll continue to talk about it because I think that's one thing, one area, uh, that could really make a big, uh, well, I can make, you can make a big mistake if you don't understand depth. All right. If you just, you know, look at the top two sellers and you say, wow, you know, these guys are doing great. And then you see that there's really not any depth. So you have to compete with one and two. And really on number five, there's really no sales being made there or very little. And I did make that mistake on product number two. Now, since then, I really haven't done anything to it. And realistically, it's probably selling on average about two a day. Some days zero, some days four, some days six, some days zero, right? So it kind of balances out to where it's right around two a day. I'm not doing a darn thing to it. I just kind of let it sit there, no promotions. And I do think still, even by just leaving it there, that it will eventually probably move to five a day, maybe consistently, maybe even seven or 10, uh, because there's, there is a little bit of a demand at different parts of the year, okay? So with that being said, I would do it totally different now, but because I launched it and it still is getting a few sales here and there, I'm not going to pull it and I'll probably replace the inventory because it's not that big of a deal. All right. So yeah, I did learn from that and I want other people to learn from that. I did not look at the depth. Okay. Uh, so that's that. Okay. Now 
Moving into question number two, okay, you guys heard me talk before about, you know, diversifying products, okay? And what that basically means is don't depend on product number one or product number three. You really want to create your product line. And I still am a huge believer in that and I'm working on that. Here's why. Recently, on my product number one, I've noticed a lot of new sellers. Now, let me also say product number one for me, I didn't do a ton of altering of the product. So it's easier to private label. So with that, what happens? You get a bunch of people coming into a market and then yes, I have a better listing. Yes, I have a bunch more reviews. My feedback is higher and I still am probably one of the top three or four that are selling, but It's getting harder because I didn't really differentiate in the beginning, and uh, and there's a few different things that I'm looking to do. I'm even looking to maybe add some variations to it now, Uh, so this way here I can can reduce the price, but then still get people into the listing and then almost like upsell them inside of the listing, so those are some different things that I'm doing. It's still doing rather well, but I am playing around with the price, and in order to get the sales going, especially after the summer, because the summer was a little bit slower, we're, uh, we're going ahead and... You know, we're trying to lower the price just to spike sales, then bring the price back. So it's going to be this ongoing little thing here that we got to do. So that's why I'm thinking about variations. But with that all being said, it's also made me realize that I need to roll out more than what I have right now. Currently, right now, you guys know that I did launch a third product. That third product has variations. That one is showing really, uh, really, uh, good signs that it's going to do well, especially as we get into fourth quarter. And that one there, I have literally done just one promotion on that, maybe a hundred units and uh, got some reviews coming in and it's got four variations. So that one there has been doing pretty well for not doing much to push it. Okay. That one there is a little bit more of a unique product. And I think that it's going to be harder for other people to get uh, into that particular product itself without, uh, you know, I guess not being different or I don't even, I don't even know what I'm saying. Maybe it's this bulletproof coffee. I can't even uh, think about what I'm trying to say here. It's a different product. It's not as uh, easy for someone to duplicate. Okay. So now I, I am going to be focusing on that, especially with the fourth quarter coming. But with that being said, I'm also now thinking about what other product I can add to it. And I'm in the process right now of adding another product to my line for this brand. Now, You also asked, am I thinking about going into other brands? And up to this point, I have not. All right. Now, this is where I can do a whole episode on what I'm about to share with you. And I probably will. And I probably should. But it's kind of early in the stages. But I'll give you a little sneak peek here. Okay. Now, recently, I and this this can again, this is why this opens up so many doors. Once you learn this process, it opens up so many doors to what you can do. Okay, if you just kind of think outside the box or if you see an opportunity and someone else isn't taking advantage of it and then you can come in and help. So my thought was I would love to get into another brand without having to set up a new brand. Right. I want to be able to kind of go into someone's existing business or one that's or someone that wants to start an existing business, maybe get them going or maybe they're already going. And then I can come in, maybe fund it a little bit with some with some cash. And then from there, start that other brand. And now I can be working in two different markets. And that there is diversification. That is 
honestly how you will diversify on Amazon. Now, again, we can say, okay, well, what about the one brand that you got going? You've spent a lot of time on it. Why not build that brand and maybe take it offline or not offline, take it, uh, take it off of Amazon offline. No one would see it. We'd have to go with brick and mortar. Um, no, you know, take it off and do like an e-commerce store or an authority site. Ah, I have started doing that. Again, I will be talking more about that. Recently, I've hired a company to actually build me an authority site that's going to drive traffic over the next six to eight months up to a year it's going to take before I start seeing some traffic, organic traffic from Google. Now, I'm doing that because I want to be less dependent on Amazon. I want to build an external channel. I want to start getting traffic and sales to my own e-commerce, again, a way to protect myself in a sense. So I haven't thought about doing this up until this point because I feel as though Amazon is a great place to get the ball going, to start using that platform, but then start to think about those other opportunities. Now, some of you may be getting started. Maybe you're a little strapped for cash, but you have the knowledge because you've listened to this podcast and you kind of know how everything works. And then from there, you can go ahead and take someone that's wanting to do this, but doesn't have the capital or vice versa. I think that's what I just said, or maybe you you don't have the capital, they do have the capital, or maybe you have the capital, but you don't have the know-how. In this case, you do have the know-how. So you get what I'm saying, right? There's opportunities for you to get involved in the game just by uh, just by knowing what you know, okay? Or if you know someone with, that has a little bit of cash that they want to invest, then that could be an opportunity. So I've kind of taken that amongst myself, and I know this is kind of like all over the map, but it really brought up, this question anyway, really brought this back up to me that I really should start talking about because this is stuff that I'm doing in my own businesses, right? I say businesses because there, there, there is more than one now, right? We've got, you know, my Amazon business. And then now I'm thinking about going out and doing an external brand with another partner. And then I'm also doing an external website or blog that's going to get traffic. That's going to bring people to my e-commerce store. So that's a separate business almost in itself, but it's an extension of the Amazon business brand. So you can see there's a whole bunch of different things that I'm kind of working on, but I'm doing it to really diversify the different streams of income, okay? And it is really important to do that. So I wouldn't say start on day one and launch two different brands on two different sellers account. I would say do not do that. I've always said start small, learn the process, take a brand, get it built to three to five products, and then from there you can decide if you want to continue to build out that line or if you want to go into another brand. Now, I know some people, they just go out into multiple brands, they throw multiple products out there and they see what sticks and then they run with the one that sticks. That's fine too. You know, it it totally depends on each individual and what you want to achieve. But I'm so glad that you asked this question, Phil, because I do want to talk about this more and I will be kind of giving you the play by play as I go through this stuff. There will be ups, there will be downs, and I will obviously share them with you. So thanks so much for the question. I hope that this kind of made sense. I think it at least showed you that I am actively working in different parts of my businesses. So this way here, I can create more businesses and more stability and then also more opportunities coming down the line. You guys heard me talk about jungleflippers.com, right? The one the one site now that I'm kind of on the board of directors for. And this basically is a site where we're going to be able to buy Amazon businesses or sell Amazon businesses. So now if I have my brand that also has an external authority website with it that's getting traffic, that's going to be worth more. The other thing is maybe I start this second brand with a partner and then maybe him and I sell it off in a a year. We make 200 grand and we split it, 
right? So there's all of these different ways that we're able to position ourselves and and kind of maneuver our way through this business or businesses because I don't believe that anyone should depend on one source of income. But in the beginning, when you're getting started, you got to start from scratch, right? You got to start somewhere. And to me, the easiest place to start and get your feet wet is amazon.com and learning that process. And then once you learn it, you can adapt that to any particular business that has physical products. All right. So let's go ahead and listen to the next question and I'll give you my answer. Scott, what's going on, man? This is uh, Charles Smith from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, definitely an avid listener of your podcast. I've been listening for months now. And I remember when I first heard about it and I wanted to launch a product on Amazon your podcast has taken me from that point where I had something in my mind to now where I finally have been uh, loaded up my product and it's on Amazon and I'm selling. Uh, I've been doing it for a couple of weeks, so I appreciate all the advice that you give. Um, quick question for you about Amazon PPC. Never heard you talk about this, but when you run Amazon PPC, which match, match type are you using? Are you using uh, the broad, uh, the phrase, or the exact um, I'm trying to play with each of those different match types now to see what works, but wanted to get your advice on kind of how you use it and how you structure that broad phrase and exact. Hey, man, I really appreciate everything, um, all the things that you do. Uh, you don't see many people giving out so much free advice and helping people these days as you do. So very thankful, man, and hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, you can be able to answer my question. Uh, appreciate it, and have a good one, Scott. Hey, Charles, what's going on, man? Thank you so much for the question, and I'm glad that you brought this up. Now, if you guys are brand new to Amazon, you might not realize that not too long ago, there was only broad match. They didn't have the exact, they didn't have the phrase, they just had the broad. And because of that, uh, you know, this now has made... uh, you know, some, you got some different choices now, right? So it's, it's kind of fresh. It's, it's a big move on Amazon's part. It's actually for the better because now we can really precisely, uh, target these keywords and we can know exactly what our customers are searching for. So here's what I'm doing. I'm actually learning this along the way, just like you guys are, but here's what I'm currently doing. I'm testing. Okay. I've taken a lot of my campaigns. I've went through them. I've tweaked them a little bit. I've taken a few brand new campaigns and structured them differently. So here's how it works real quickly. And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, have uh, someone on with me that's going to talk about this, that knows a little bit more about this, and uh, we'll do that in an upcoming episode. But here is basically how it looks, okay? So now we have the option to target a keyword, let's say garlic press. And if we want to target that as a broad match, that means anything that's close to garlic press, we can show up for. It doesn't necessarily even have to be that word. It has to be close, okay, or bits and pieces of a keyword, okay? So that's one way. That's the way that it was done in the beginning, okay, or when they launched that program, the pay-per-click program that is, okay? The second way is phrase match, and what that is is it will have at least the main keyword in it, but it could have a, a suffix on the front and on the back. So it could be, you know, like best garlic press or garlic press blue. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a front extension or a back extension. It's, it's where the phrase is somewhere in that. And the phrase would be garlic press. Okay. Now the exact match would be just that only if they typed in garlic press 
Or if you wanted to go after stainless steel garlic press, that was your one word. The only time people are going to see your ad is if they type in that exact search. So there is pluses to that because now, like I said, once we can zone in and really figure out what exact keywords are, you know, getting us sales and that are, you know, effectively, you know, giving us better rankings and all that stuff, we can judge if we want to spend the money on that or even if we're at a break even. So the whole pay-per-click model or the, I guess the strategy that I've always employed is pretty much the same. It's just now we can use the exact and we can use the phrase to really refine things a little bit and see a little bit more granular of what people are searching for. So my best advice is at this point is to test. And I would test like your main keyword that you're going after or maybe four or five, put them in a separate key, uh, campaign and then I would run a phrase match and an exact match, and then I would look at the data, and that's really what we have to do here, guys. We have to look at the data. If we look at the data, and it shows that it's working, or that it's, you know, maybe we're getting uh, clicks on on these certain keywords, but they're not converting. Well, why aren't they converting? Maybe they're not what people are really looking for, but they're, they're landing on your listing for that, so that's not good, right? So we have to fix that, or maybe you're getting clicks, but your reviews are low, and we know if you bump up your reviews, you might get higher conversions. That could be a problem, right? So we can fix that. Okay, so the bottom line is, is you need to test these three different ways that we can now target keywords and then learn from that and then refine, tweak, refine, tweak. All right. So I hope that that's helped. Thanks so much for the uh, question and thanks for the props too. I appreciate it. And thanks for being a listener. All right. So let's go ahead and listen to one more question and I'll go ahead and I'll give you my answer. Hey, Scott, this is Steven calling from Southern California. Uh, my question is this. I have yet to sell anything on FBA. However, I had a meeting with a nutrition company recently. Uh, long story short, they want me to sell stuff on Amazon for a percentage of the company and sales. They sell products such as like fat burners, proteins, probiotics, etc. You get the idea. Um, I already have registered their brand name and will be approved in the category any day now. The thing is, since I have no experience in FBA yet, but I have listened to well over 100, 150 hours of podcasts between you and Ryan and have had training with third party um, FBA program. So, you know, I must have sounded like I knew what I was talking about for them to offer me this position. So pretty much any advice or suggestion on this matter would be great. I know it's all about action, just, you know, what kind of action. Since I know the supplement industry is very competitive and you, you don't really go towards that route. However, since this is the route I'll be taking, just anything I should watch out for, and it would be highly appreciated. Thank you very much. Uh, I look forward to paying it and uh, hear from you soon. All right, thanks. Hey, Stephen, thanks so much for the question, and I'm so glad you asked it. Why? Because I kind of talked about this earlier in this episode, right? I talked about how you have like the knowledge. You haven't sold anything yet, but you have the knowledge. You just kind of need the product, right? So I always tell people too with like product research, when you're doing product research, it's like listen, right? It's like listen to conversations. What are people struggling with? What are people having problems with? All of that stuff too. Well, the other thing you might want to do is pay attention to what people are saying that they either sell in their brick and mortar store or maybe that they want to sell. And then you can swoop in and say, have you ever listed on Amazon? And they're like, no, I no, I didn't. And you're like, well, you can list on Amazon, you know. I don't know anything about that. Well, if you want, we can kind of work together, maybe split the commission, maybe uh, you can pay me a one-time setup, or maybe we can see what happens here. You can buy, you know, pay me a royalty, whatever, right? Sky's the limit. It gives you opportunity, okay? And if 
if you listen to this stuff, I mean, literally just the other day, and this doesn't have to do with Amazon technically, but, um, you know, I'm sitting there at dinner with a friend, uh, actually a friend that I just became friends with my, my daughter, my youngest daughter, uh, Kayla, she actually, uh, had a, a, a friend come home from school. We met her parents. We really hit it off with them. We went out to dinner. Well, he's a trainer. He's a physical trainer. So we started talking about it and he doesn't do anything online with his business, right? So I'm like, you really need to do that. So we really got talking about it and everything. I got excited for him. I want to kind of roll up my sleeves and dig in and help him get his message out there because he's got a really, really cool message. Now, I'm not going to do that right now. I'll give him a few tips here and there, but I just don't have time in my day to personally work with him. But he seems pretty motivated and he seems pretty excited. Okay. But Here's the thing, when you hear people talking about what they do, if it can apply to what you're doing on Amazon or what you want to do on Amazon, it might be an opportunity, okay? Now, a good buddy of mine, Chris Schaefer, you guys may have heard me talk about, he actually uh, helps me with my workshops and he also helps me with the private label classroom, is that's how he landed one of his clients, by going to lunch with them and hearing about what they sell in their brick and mortar store and then said, hey, why don't we put it on Amazon? Sure. And then now he gets to split some of that commission. So there's always these, these opportunities. Now, you also talked about supplements. Well, if you have a unique supplement, if it's not just another fish oil or something like that, then yeah, I would go for it. If it's a special shampoo, maybe, uh, you know, if they're, if they're creating this and it's their own formula, they probably have a reason why they wanted to create that formula. So you just need to come into the market and be that difference, right? You need to be, uh, you know, the, uh, the one, you know, business in that particular market that has a message and why that product is better and why you formulated things differently. It's just, if you're going to take a product that is the same fish oil that 12 other people are selling and then trying to be different, that's going to be a a tough nut to crack because you're competing apples to apples. Okay. And it is a crowded space, but I do think if you have someone that is already selling that amongst their own business, and now you're going to come in and say, let's just put it up on Amazon and see what happens. I think that's a great, great opportunity. And I would even consider doing that. Now, I don't want any emails from people saying, Scott, I got a supplement that I'm thinking about selling. Will you help me? Um, I'm not looking for any uh, any businesses to invest in right now or even, you know, even invest my time. So I'm just saying that if you are struggling to get started, if you're struggling to see if this is a right fit for you, a great way to do this is to maybe test it on someone else's business that they're already currently selling a physical product, just not on Amazon, okay? So uh, I think it's a great opportunity. I think that I would definitely look into it. I know there was another gentleman that I interviewed and... Um, he was talking about uh, someone made custom. I, I think it was honey. Um, I think it was honey. And uh, and I'm so sorry if you're listening to this and I forgot uh, which interview it was. I I'm totally uh, I'm totally blanking out here. But I know it was uh, you know something that was custom and it was like a custom blend or something. And he wanted to actually. It might have even been a private. It might have been a private call I was on. But he was telling me that he wanted to pitch them an idea as far as like taking. Uh, their product and not even bringing it to market under that brand is maybe like he could have them let him private label. So again, another opportunity if you just ask. And you know what? Opportunity is all around us. So when people say, you know, Scott, how do I become successful at this or at business? It's looking for opportunities and finding a way to be a value. And then from there, you know, you can usually make a deal or at least pitch a deal. 
Okay. So again, that might be something you might do just to get your feet wet in this business, or maybe you're already running a pretty successful business, but you don't want to take on a brand new business. Now you can go in and say, okay, here's what I can add to this business. Here's what you're going to do. If we do this together, it's going to be, you know, a 70, 30 split or whatever, right? Whatever your terms want to be. And that's something similar to what I just recently did. Like I said, and it's, it's a great, it's a great thing for me because I don't have to be 100% invested in that, but I can at least do what I think I can do to add to it and then also reap some benefits if the business does well, okay? So just look for opportunity. Uh, Don't uh, sit there and think that it only has to be you launching a product right today. If you're struggling with that for you know financial reasons or maybe you're just struggling in a market or maybe you want to go bigger but you don't have the capital, start somewhere else and build that business and start getting some revenue in that way. Or another idea, you could be a consultant in a sense. If you know the process, be a consultant, coach them through it and then say, hey, I'll only get paid if you get paid. There's a ton of different ways that you can go at this business and I'm just talking business in general. This is kind of like my business cap now, my entrepreneurial cap, uh, which I have on like all the time and that's why I was sitting at dinner with, uh, you know, with our friends and, you know, he's telling me about what he does and I'm like, have you ever thought about selling your stuff online or selling your services and he was like, ah, yeah, but I'm not really sure what to do and then I just, boom, I just start kicking in, right? And that's what I mean. Like, I just naturally do that because I can see when someone has something that can add value value. And if they're not utilizing the other channels, it it just, it fires me up because I see the opportunity like I do here in answering these questions. So, all right, I'm going to stop talking now. My, my bulletproof coffee is almost finished. It's getting a little cold and I don't want it to get cold. Uh, so uh, I'm going to wrap this up and I hope that this has been valuable. You guys can it's probably telling. It's not just the coffee. I get fired up to talk about this stuff in general. So keep the questions coming. All right. If you have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming podcast, go ahead and uh, do that over at theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. Again, that is theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. And the other thing is, if you want to connect with like-minded people in this business space, okay, in the Amazon space, we have an awesome, actually an incredible Facebook community for the TASers, okay? And you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank, B as in boy, and that'll take you to our TAS Facebook page, okay? And you can join that. It's actually not a page, it's a group. And you can uh, you can join there. It's totally free. Over 15,000 members in there currently and growing every single day and just awesome, awesome people. So I would definitely recommend doing that. All right, and the last thing that I wanna mention is my live workshop. If you guys are brand new or even if you're not and you've maybe attended one before and you wanna attend another one, you guys know I love doing the live Q&A that I do on the workshops. You can always register for the upcoming one at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. Again, that is theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And that's where I teach the five phases for launching your products. And I do live Q&A just like this, but in a live format. So I love doing that stuff. It just gets me fired up as you can see. And uh, it just, it really does. So, hey, if you want to join me, go on over and register for the upcoming workshop. All right, that's going to pretty much wrap it up, guys. Remember, okay, I'm here for you. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, you have to do what? Come on, say it with me. Come on now. I'm waiting for you. Take action. Have an awesome day, and I will see you in the next episode.